Good morning. This is Dr. Gwen. It's Friday, April 18th. And welcome to my podcast, my women's health podcast. The first report we're going to talk about is about the um, waist size of women and the risks of early death as a result of an increased girth. Um, so women who pay, I, I talked about this briefly before, but I wanted to build on it a little bit. But women who pack weight around their waist instead of on their buttocks and thighs have an increased risk of dying prematurely. According to the largest study yet to look at the association between abdominal fat and death. And this study is in the journal Circulation, where they studied 44,636 women. And they found that women with the largest waist, which was 35 inches or greater, had a 79% higher chance of premature death compared with women whose waist measured 28 inches or less. So get out your tape measures, ladies. The risk was adjusted for multiple health factors. Women with the largest waist had twice the risk of dying of cardiovascular disease, even if their weight was normal. So to me, that's what's kind of profound. And a 63% greater chance of dying of cancer compared with women with smaller waists. So this may be a good indicator of, um, you know, potential um, um, mortality for women with larger waists. The study was conducted by researchers at Harvard and Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston, which is really good. And it adds to the growing evidence that belly fat can pose serious health risks, even for those who are not obese. As I sit here and feel my kind of growing belly. Um, last month, research in the journal Neurology found that people who had large guts during midlife were at greater risk of developing dementia, and that's one I re reported on last month or a few weeks ago. Other previous studies have detected a link between abdominal fat and the risk of diabetes, stroke, stroke and heart disease. Bergman, who was the, is an obesity re researcher at um, USC in California, University of Southern California, um, said that the results were not a surprise, and given because this actually came out in the LA Times, given the severity of the illnesses linked to belly fat, the message is that people should watch the weight circumference as well as the scale. People can be very comfortable with their weight and not be aware due to their waist circumference that they are at increased risk. So, you know, it's important that we look at our overall body mass index, but we also have to look at where things are settling, so to speak. Although only women were studied, Bergman said that men with large pot bellies also face a higher risk of death. And the report, this report, actually came out of the Nurses' Health Study, which is obviously one that I strongly endorse, which has monitored the medical history of their participants since 1976. Re you hear my bird in the background. Researchers in the latest track um, study tracked women for 16 years with the average age around 50. The participants measured their waists and hips at the start of the study and every two years completed questionnaires about their health including activity level, smoking habits, diet, blood pressure, and cholesterol. During the study 3,507 women died including 1,750 from cancer and 751 from heart disease. Women with the largest weights who were um, also obese is defined by body mass index 
you know, which is the ratio of height and weight, were at the greatest risk of premature death. For example, a five foot five person who weighs 180 pounds has a BMI of 30 and is considered obese. And if you recall, if you've listened before, I actually have a body mass calculator on my uh, website if you want to uh, figure it out. The lead author, Dr. Zhang, a researcher at the National Institute of Child Health and Development, said no one knows why abdominal fat seems to be particularly dangerous. One theory is, is that abdominal fat exposes nearby organs to potentially toxic chemicals produced by the fat. Fat that collects on the buttocks and thighs may be less hazardous because it's more distant from the liver, pancreas, and other abdominal organs. Um, she also said that researchers also want to identify genes or other factors that cause people to accumulate uh, belly fat. About half of the nation's ad adults have an unhealthy amount of belly fat, according to prior studies. So, get out your uh, tape measure. The next one, talks, which I, I found really interesting, um, and I hadn't really thought about it, talks about the media coverage of breast cancer focuses mostly on the you know, state of the science and what's going on in breast cancer, but it talks very little about prevention. And this is uh, in Science Daily. News coverage of breast cancer focuses too much on treatments and not enough on prevention, a trend that could prove risky in the long run for many women, said researchers at Michigan State. A Michigan State analysis of national media's coverages of the, of the disease found that over a two-year period, 31% of the 231 stories that appear in some of the country's top newspapers, magazines, and television networks focused on treatment, while only 18% looked at prevention. Um, which to me, this goes back to my interest in health promotion, is that the United States focuses more on the disease rather than the prevention of the disease. In, um, while we're concerned about what people think, this, the, uh, Charles Atkin, who's the author of the study, said that scientists, uh, excuse my bird, I'm sorry, scientists are, um, are they need to um, come up with a cure, but they need to focus on prevention. And I, that he thinks that the emphasis on treatment, especially so-called breakthroughs, may lead to complacency. So that's interesting. In 2003 and 2004, Atkins and colleagues analyzed breast cancer coverage in the New York Times, Los Angeles Times, USA Today, Time, Newsweek, U.S. News and Report, the NBC Nightly News, ABC World News Tonight, and the CBS Evening News. And they found that by a two-to-one margin, news stories focus more on narratives, personal stories of cancer patients rather than data and statistics. And said Atkin, while this can provide more compelling stories for readers and viewers, it doesn't do much to help further the cause of cancer prevention. So, again, you know, it's, this is the classic of the news. They're looking for sensationalism rather than um, um, ways to help the, the problem. The biggest single type of story was about breast cancer treatment, and narratives lend themselves much better to that kind of story. Stories about prevention, about people exercising, eating right, just don't make great copy. While many of the factors that can lead to breast cancer are beyond one's control, such as family history and age, there are many uh, steps people can do to reduce their risks of breast or any other type of cancer, including diet, exercise, avoidance of certain substances in the environment that are known to contribute to breast cancer. Environmental risks are broadly defined as contaminants in the air, ground, or items we come in contact with, pharmaceuticals, and lifestyle practices. The research also found that of the stories that focus on environmental risk factors for breast cancer, 
about 12% discuss the use of hormone replacement therapy, whereas we know that has been in the news quite a bit um, about the risks of that. Other risk factors covered in these stories include the use of certain pharmaceuticals, obesity, exposure to chemical contaminants and pesticides, diet, tobacco use, and exposure to secondhand smoke. The media, he said, really underrepresents the risks involving lifestyle and prevention activities um, people can make. Also lacking were story about the role parents can play in helping their children prevent breast cancer. So starting as young as, you know, when our kids are little. Advice to parents on how they should be raising their daughters in terms of diet and exercise was completely ignored. There were no stories at all, according to this research. Media awareness of promoting cancer prevention techniques is critical. Um, anyway, this, this, uh, the research paper titled A Comprehensive Analysis of Breast Cancer News Coverage and Leading Media Outlets Focusing on Environmental Risks and Prevention is in the Journal of Health Communication. I hope you have found this very interesting. I apologize for my bird, but uh, he's, we're in mating season right now and he insists on being with me 24-7. Anyway, I wish you well. I wish you happiness. I wish you good health and uh, take good care of yourself. This is Dr. Gwen.